Well, hi, everybody. It's about uh, 10 seconds past noon, so I'm legal to say uh, good afternoon. Welcome to today's show on Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio. My name is Larry Jacobs, and we are going to talk with a nice conversation today with our old friend Ron Nazoy, who is the uh, CEO of the National Association of Secondary School Principals, NASSP, NASSP.org. And, and I want everybody to know he's calling in from Hawaii. I'll bring Ron on in a second. Okay, it's 6 in the morning there. So, Rod, I just want to say, before, I know you can hear me. I'll bring you on. Okay, thank you for doing this. I appreciate it because we're celebrating a National Principals Month. They've got a new principal of the year. We're going to talk about their upcoming lead conference. So it's really, really good stuff. And here all what's new and exciting from the CEO of NASSP during National Principals Month. We're going to archive the show at ace-ed.org, and I hope you go over there. Everything's free over there. It's on the home website of our American Consortium for Equity in Education. You can read our magazine, Equity and Access. You can join in on the fun on our Excellence in Equity Awards. We just opened the educator category. If you'd like to nominate yourself or your colleagues or your school or what faculty, staff, whatever, okay, please go over, check that out. And every podcast we do is over there as well. That's under the podcast link. There you go. So please check it all out at ace-ed.org. Without further ado, at 6 in the morning, Ron, thank you for being here. It's Larry here. Hey, Larry. It's good, uh, thanks for having me here. And you know what? Uh, there's, I'll get up at whatever time of the day. I appreciate you showcasing and celebrating education in general, and especially for this month, our, our wonderful principals. Right. I, I, I hear here on the principals, and, and uh, I'll say right away, about three weeks ago, when you guys were still deciding the national principal of the year, I had three of the uh, the contenders, if I may, on, and the uh, three great principals, and uh, Andrew Farley from East Brookfield High in um, Wisconsin eventually was chosen, okay, as as the principal of the year. And I just want to say congratulations to him. He's a good guy, as was everybody else on that show. It was terrific, and I know you take a lot of time to honor those principals. Anything you want to say about Mr. Farley? The one, the only, the national well, you know principal what? of the year. Go for it. Run. First of all, to your point, to your point there, Larry, it's like next to impossible to pick one from yeah. the fifty nominees. I mean, these these folks yeah. are all heroes in their in their local context. But you know, Andy, uh, Principal Farley, or Andy as we now know him, yeah, you yeah, know, he's yeah. his, the vision for his school, the culture of his school, which is deeply rooted in the whole student experience. Was, yes. was both inspiring and revolutionary, or I should say is both inspiring and revolutionary, because it's not just about academic excellence that sets Andy apart. All of them are, you know, about academic excellence. But what really stuck out uh, with, with Principal Farley was his dedica- dedication to destigmatizing de- de- mental <laughs> health. Yeah. And and he's got this group called the Hope Squad that he that he uh, formed at the school, which is really about student voice and student agency. And these these kids, this group has literally saved lives at his school. And oh wow! This work is yeah. Wow. I mean, it's really the work is a testament to the profound impact that that a principal can can have when they lead with this kind with this level of heart and purpose. And he also shows that you know some folks back in the day used to think it was one or the other, you know, but. He also shows that you can pair high expectations and caring support together for every student, and you're going to get great results with those, you know, with that with that combination. He makes, like, for example, just craziness. 
he makes sure that all of his students have access to rigorous educational experience. And yes, he like, does. this is a staggering 99% of the class of 2023 took at least one college credit bearing course prior to graduation. <laughs> Isn't that great? Right? So, <laughs> Isn't that great? Right. Like, it's like every kid in his school got a head start into life yeah. by taking a college course. You know, I mean, these people like this, now, don't get me wrong, Andy's amazing and he's doing incredible work, but so are the other. Uh, yeah, they are that were recognized this year, and so are principals at every school and every. I mean, there's great things happening in schools all across our country, and it's awesome to celebrate someone like Andy. But it's also, a, you know, challenging because we'd love to celebrate them all. Well, we are celebrating them all. It's National Principal yeah, Month. That's right. Yeah, we are. Yeah, and what, what you said, <laughs> what you said about Andy is is all true, and everybody else. I mean, it, and especially these days. And I, I will mention this, you know. Um, Wisconsin, where Andy is, is a very political state right now, okay? And it, it really is. And their legislature is – well, the lower legislatures are, are, are political, but they're, you know, they're very uh, back and forth, red, blue, red, blue, red, blue, tough to make you crazy. Point being, it's hard to be a principal in these political times and get the whole community working with you, Okay. And Andy has been able to do that. I hope I'm saying that right. It's a compliment to everybody. I hope that came out the way I meant it. Larry, that uh, that is heartfelt, brother. I uh, I couldn't say it better than you just did. And I really appreciate you calling that out because this is the, this is the point that we make all the time. You know, of course, everyone knows the research on teachers, the teacher is the most effective research proven the most effective, uh, you know, the most powerful variable. But really close second, which is confirmed empirically, is and sometimes debatable depending on when you're talking about what kind of impact. The the, the second most impactful variable is the quality of the principal. And so, huh. you know, you know when you when you're calling these folks out, it's and and talking about the dynamic. The the thing that people need to remember is, you know, of course, we love teachers, we love support staff, right? We love parents. We, but when when we love superintendents too, but with the way that the world is working these days, superintendents come and go. Well, who who keeps? Yeah. By the way, Andy, if I remember forward, correctly, right? hasn't hasn't Andy been there like 15, 20 years as principal? Some long. Time. Yeah, he's been there for that. a minute, and yeah, and he's been there for a minute, and it takes it yeah. takes that kind of dedication to yeah. create these systems and build them, and you know. I'll tell you, Ron, it's, uh, it's it's a lot of stuff. You picked a good one, and all the contenders are good ones. Congratulations to principals everywhere. Okay, it's really, really important. It's National Principals Month, and I hope communities understand that. I hope teachers understand that. Okay? Principals are – good principals are hard to find. Okay? So, they are. Just, as, as, yeah. our, as our great great teachers are hard to find, yeah. too, and when we got them, we got to keep them forever. You know, they're just – they're treasures. It, it really, it's true. And Ron, you know, I, I don't think I ever asked you this, but I'm just curious about this. And I don't know if you've even ever thought about it. You know, principal training, people go get a master's degree in the educational administration. Maybe some of them get a doctorate. A lot of them get a doctorate degree. In a, right. And, and as you look at that, okay, the training of a principal, as again, your CEO of NASSP, it has principal training caught up, in your opinion, or maybe you've got some really good research, caught up with what the job entails these days. Okay? Does 
you know, so, so the that's higher ed question. component. That's you know, a good the, question. Yeah, that's a good great question. question. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, Larry, you've been doing this for a minute. you got great questions. <laughs> like, you got that right, buddy. This, well, that is a good question. <laughs> yeah. What, what's your thought on that's that? That's a good question. <laughs> I like, uh, when I, when so, I say a great question, I like it too. <laughs> the, good, right? Okay, so the higher ed component continues to be important. You know, there's a, there's a set of, there's sort of foundational body of knowledge, you know, a, a sort of work around the discipline that people need to have. What has changed a lot is the emphasis on the in-the-field practice. You know, back in the day, we all, quote, unquote, went to principal school, you know, we took our yeah. classes and all that, and then we kind of were just like, okay, released into the wild, and it was, you know, that's how I came up. And, and most of the folks that are sort of my generation and older came up that way. Well, now the emphasis has really shifted where districts and uh, and uh, states and districts are picking up this sort of mentoring of principal when they come when we come out of principal school quote unquote principal school if you yeah, will yeah there's a there's a mentoring and support component that's now being you know growing across the country where people realize that you know pairing up a veteran school leader who's who's you know been there done that with a with a rookie. Rookie, brand new to the to the field yeah. kind of person, because you know there's as you well know there's no substitute for experience. You can learn all the stuff book smart wise, <laughs> but when you got to apply it, you know how to apply it, when to apply it, what you know what to watch out for during the uh, implementation. Those are the things that uh, can can really be are really a challenge. And so I would say the higher ed component continues to evolve, but where the where the uh, where the change has been most significant is this emphasis on the sort of job embedded professional development and support and like ongoing mentoring and coaching of people in the field. Yeah. You know, you know, you're right. And I was just thinking that because I was a teacher for years and we always moaned and groaned about the principal. Okay. And like most teachers <laughs> love to moan and groan about everything. Okay. But I love you teachers. Don't misunderstand that. I was one. Okay. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. But my <laughs> My point, I, I just thought of this, you know, principals should really invite a teacher and, and do this on a regular basis, a different teacher, to, to spend a day or so with them. Not that they want to be a principal per se, but just to find out what the principal's job is like. Well, you know, instead of being outside the office, bring in, it'd be a fun thing for, for, for teachers to see that and see how hard it is these days to do it. It's brutal out there, I'll tell you, and you guys just do a great job on all all this i gotta say uh well before i forget i you know i don't have that much contact with hawaii but i'm i've been there and uh i just want to i don't know where you are but uh, what are you hearing from lahaina how are they doing do you hear anything from the schools there or anything yeah you're my official hawaii contact so uh, just tell us what's going on you're there well look larry mahalo for asking and for raising awareness here on on with your with your listenership here uh, yeah, we do. We do have friends on Maui. We have family there too. Yeah. Uh, you know, thankfully, uh, thankfully, you know, we didn't we didn't lose anybody. But but some of our friends there lost everything. Oh. And one thing about Maui folks and people in Hawaii in general, you know, we might always uh, not always agree on stuff. But when stuff happens, we know how to band together. And and there's a reason why the uh, MauiStrong.org, the place where pe- the best yep. place to go if you're collecting, uh, you know, do- donations and all. There's a reason why Maui Strong is a thing because Ma- Ma- Maui folks are built tough and they're resilient and they've banded together. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a struggle for a while. You know, a lot long of, haul. Co- long oh haul. my God! Co- not not just the you know pro- of course you see all the property damage and you see the you know the loss of life and all this horrible loss of pets. Everything. I mean that that whole devastation. But 
what what hasn't been talked about a lot is the historical significance of Lahaina and the cultural, yep, yep, uh, religious yep. and cultural artifacts implications, you know, that's been lost there. And so, you know, it's, you know, Maui will always, Maui's going to rebuild and they're going to do it right. And it's going to take a minute, but uh, what, if people want to help, you know, MauiStrong.org, you know, your, your donations kind of goes to the, you know, the most uh, um, credible nonprofit organization in the state that actually that actually you know helps to collect uh, uh, donations and then distribute them appropriately. Yeah. People, you know, this is this is not something that just happened. And okay, you know, you, you know, we have a short memory in our country, right? So like, we, we sure all know do. it's done already. No, 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 no. This is generational. It's gonna be it's gonna be oh. years before stuff gets back. Yeah, it's 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 horrifying and. It, it, it happened there. It could happen anywhere. We always do band together. Yep. And just one question. Okay, are the kids – obviously, schools burned down, too. I didn't know – I assume. Okay, or the kids don't have houses, yep. so they're not near a school. What's going on with – are they getting the kids to school? Are there schools running in the yeah. Lahaina area? Yeah. Whatever you – Yes. Yeah. They, they, uh, first of all, the school you're referring to is King Kamehameha III, which was right on the water at Lahaina. Actually, a, Ugh, a, a good friend yeah. of mine was the – Actually, two good friends of mine were principals at that school, um, and it's beautiful school. Oh. You know, was a beautiful school right there on the water, and it's gone, like it's literally gone, burnt to the ground. Yeah, literally but gone. They redis- yeah. redis- redistributed kids, and you know, everybody. Of course, everybody on Maui picks up. They all work together, and so yep. it's taken a minute, but they've they've got the kids redistributed, and the 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 good. high school in the area, Lahaina Luna, just had a. A, a football game and celebrated a big win over Baldwin, which is a big rivalry for them. So, you know, there's there are these little pockets of you know hope. There's always hope. And, that's right. And there are pockets that's of hope right. here and there. And and yeah, and that's the kind of stuff that is going to help uh, you know the folks and the communities in Maui to get back up on their feet in the way that is right for them, rather than what other people think should Good be point. done for them. Good point. I like to, as a as a Hawaiian, I love the way you said as as you being a Hawaiian to hear it from a Hawaiian. I love the way you said that. Okay, uh, you know because we got to we, we everybody loves tourism. It's a beautiful place, etc. It's such a great place to go, etc. But there it is a native culture there. Okay, and we got to rebuild with that in mind. These are people who are. Native I appreciate Hawaiians. you, brother. We, yeah. I really do yeah. appreciate you, man. True. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you know, and that—that's yeah. the beauty. I mean, a history teacher, you know, it's the beauty of it. Is—is is you know, there's beauty beyond natural beauty, if I may. And there's—I'm uh, glad to hear things are—they're getting better. You know, every so often I see an article, but they can't cover it now with everything else in the news as much as they were before. But it was a terrible event. I'm glad things are moving. And I'm glad your friends are okay in terms of that they lost property, but they're okay, and that's key. Okay, so uh, I mean, that's just, yeah, yeah. You can rebuild property. That's easy. Okay? You can't. The weather's always good there, so that's okay. Okay? It'll be good. Okay? Ron, I want to ask you. Let's get back on the, the education side here. All right? Okay. Um, yeah. You, this is, and I like what you guys do here. If you go to NASSP.org, everybody, you'll see something called LEAD, L-E-A-D, which could also be read as LED, but it's LEAD. Okay, the National School Student Leader, National Student Leadership Conference. Okay, and I was reading about it here. It's for stu- it's for educators and student leaders, and it, it's sponsored by NASSP. Just talk about that, Ron the Ron the Zoy. You guys do this thing. Talk about it. 
Sure, we do. So what's a little known of fact is, you know, principals have started and uh, administered both the National Honor Society and the National Student Council for over 100 years. <laughs> because yeah. principals, over 100 years ago, principals back then were like, wait a minute, we need to do stuff for kids who are, you know, uh, who've got this leadership capability and are really, uh, you know, amazing kids, right? Do, right. They had this Agreed. vision, stood it up, and, and we're proud to continue that tradition. So our lead conferences are designed not only to foster leadership qualities in students, but also to provide the advisors and folks who support these students with tools and strategies so they can effectively guide these emerging leaders throughout the school year. And so we put on these conferences, and people who come to them can expect uh, a mix of inspirational keynote sessions, they give some hands-on workshops, and then, of course, some, what's really important to us is these opportunities and network, you know, where you get uh, educators and students yeah. in a room sharing what they're working on and how they're navigating uh, challenges that they're trying to overcome at their partic in their particular school or community. And it's, you know, it's, it's really, you know, it's a really uh, coming together to share these ideas and best practices. Um, so, yeah, you, know, you know, if anybody that's actually that's anybody out there is interested, what are, what, are the, what are the topics? What are, what are the things that are uh, that are priority priority for student councils these days because that will that gives a principal uh, a leader a good idea of how to which way to take the school what's on the kids minds of student student leaders well you Ron, know the what, kids, the, kids today yeah. kids today are wired differently than like how I was wired when I came <laughs> you know when we were when we were when we came up we were like kids are seen not heard you know what I'm saying like that's that's like how I, I I was raised like that. <laughs> well, as you well know, today's kids yeah, know, have man. access to information, uh, uh, you know, through the internet and whatever. They yeah. know everything. And so, what kids today want to, their focus is making sure that they have a say in the way that the world is going. So, you know, student voice and student agency is very, very important to them. And then, of course, you know, character, the, the pillars of the NHS are important to them, you know, character, service, make, making sure that they are, you know, pursuing excellence. And so, really, these events, we bring them together, and in part of these, these events, there's, because we want to make sure that the students have a say in, in, in determining the path, the topics themselves are curated from the kids. So the students will tell us, these are the things that we're passionate about. So, you know, sometimes it'll be about mental health. Sometimes it'll be about uh, having access to other, uh, um, you know, extracurricular and co-curricular activities. Sometimes it'll be about... Um, you know, uh, uh, funding for schools, making sure that the schools have the ad adequate oh. resources to, oh. to do what they need to do. So, yeah, it's, just, it's really powerful because, you know, as, as, to your point earlier, you know, sometimes adults, we, we don't get along so well in, in today's world. But, <laughs> man, these, kids, the kids. They, these yeah. kids know what's up, and they'll, and they'll talk to you about it in a way that will make you stop you in your tracks and be like, wow, we, you know, we really have to get our stuff together because, uh, you know, the kids the – kids, the kids know what needs to be fixed in the world. Oh, one group of kids. They uh, do. You know, some kids want to want to talk about protecting the environment, making sure yes. that you know there is yes. an environment for their future generation. So it's really about us giving them a big microphone and a big stage with some oh, that's great. facilitated help. You know, that's great. That's exactly that's exactly what you, what should be given. And I hope I hope the adults there, and I know they are, are listening. Okay, because it, 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 when you listen to the kids, you build a better school school culture. Okay, it's that simple. And I just want to make note that there is a, a, a national conference coming up 
November 10th to the 12th. You're going to be there? You're heading back to D.C.? Run? Or you staying oh, in absolutely. Hawaii? I wouldn't, wouldn't miss this for the world. You know, if, you, if you're ever having a bad day, you know, you ever having a bad day? I used to do this when I was a, a principal and a superintendent. You ever having a bad day? Just go in a room with kids and life, life's okay. You know, well kids said, are, Mr. Kids Educator. are all right, man. Right. Yeah, they are. So, they are. so it's November 10th to 12th. Okay, uh, obviously this year. Okay, 2022. There's another one, January 26th to the 28th. Both are in Arlington, Virginia, Washington, D.C. area. Okay, and it's for all uh, 6th to 12th grade student leaders and their advisors. How many uh, schools show up? I guess that's the easiest way to say it. They come from all over the country, I hope. They come from all over the country. I mean, we could, you know, uh, the the attendance can range from about, I don't know, 1,500 Students and advisors to you know somewhere around three thousand. I mean, it can get depending on depending on you know the time of year and uh, what people's calendars are like. So I mean, these are and NASSP's done these for for years. Yeah. So there's a there's a group of folks that um are you know are really passionate one are really passionate about giving kids opportunities to to do this kind of. Yeah. Networking Support. and professional, you know, professional Support. growth and learning yeah. and, and sharing ideas. Pretty great following. But to your point, if anybody's interested, just, you know, go to lead.nassp.org and you can learn ah, more about thank you. Uh, how okay. to lead, be part of it. Lead. Dot, that's L-E-A-D. Lead. Dot, right. is, is it sure there's a dot N-A-S-S-P. between lead and yeah, lead.nassp.org? You're right. I didn't see the dot for a yep. second. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's there. Okay, check that out. This is really important stuff, okay, that you have to do. Now, I'm going to ask you this. We're coming up to a new year, just two months away or so, okay? Uh, yep. Amazingly, I might add. Okay, watch us age, okay? And, yeah, it never fails. Uh, top priorities. What's, what's one you see as the top priorities for uh, your association this year? What do you want to, What's the well, real big thing that you want to accomplish and start moving forward? Well, top priority right now is ensuring yeah. adequate and equitable funding for all schools. Great. Uh, every every student, is, as you I'm sure agree, every student deserves a quality education, and every That's one right. of our members is, is fighting with their lives to pro- provide every child on their campus with a quality education. And we all know that, you know, quality, good stuff take, costs money today, and so – we're asking for proper funding for those things, which we, we always ask for. But this year has been a little different because Congress has proposed uh, cutting education by 28%, and, which includes, like, slashing Title I funding, which is to support yeah. uh, students from low-income households. The, the proposal was to uh, slash Title I funding by 80% and completely Great. eliminating Title yeah. II, which is – Title II is to, to the point about where the – uh, that's where the professional development funds for come, and that's the m- money that people use. When we, when you asked me the question about principal professional development, how did that? And I said that the big part that has evolved is the districts, and well, that they the, the way the districts provide these mentoring and coaching opportunities for field-based in-service learning for their you know those newest to the profession. That money is comes from Title II, which is the federal funds, and that's right. The, the, the proposed budget right now on the table. Uh, it completely eliminated Title II that, uh, coming out of the house. And, yep. you know. Can, can I make a suggestion to the world? Effort, hey, Ron, like, Ron, Ron, 
The, the suggestion yeah. is that, the, if I may, the, the House of Representatives, they might want to learn about leadership at your National Student Leadership Conference. Okay? Well, I love the I'm guys who are threatening. Not, I'm not, I love <laughs> the guys who are threatening, okay, to cut all this, okay? And look at the mess in the House of Representatives, okay? Just look at this, Okay. And these are the guys that are thinking, well, maybe we should uh, cut funding. Okay, this is it, 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 it aggravates the hell out of me. That's all I can tell you. Just nuts. Just you know, nuts. I, you got to work on it. I had a. I was yeah. talking. I was. With, I went with uh, one of our board members, and it was folk, fo- uh, you know fortunate to talk to some folks on the hill, and uh, you know whom pe- people make be concerned about. You know, when we started talking about what parents and families want. We want the yeah. same thing. So it really, you, you really, are, I, you I have, are parents I have, and families. You are parents and families. I, I mean, you're the same I have people. faith in this, Larry. That that if we start really talking about where we agree instead oh. of where we disagree. Yep. Like, let's just do one thing, okay? It doesn't have to be solve the world's in, entire world's problems. Let's just do one thing for kids. And do it together sure. with, like, us all locking arms together and marching forward together. And then we'll show this country, like, man, we, we're – I mean, I've talked to parents. I am one, to your point. You are one, too. We've, yes. I've talked to parents all over this country and asked them what, whether they are a native speaker of English, whether they are born and raised in the area or came from somewhere else, depending on – regardless of the zip code or church, ph- philosophical, religious orientation – Every parent's like, look, I just want my kid to have a future. Yeah. I want them to be treated yeah. right in school. I want them to be able to work with their peers and get a good job. Like, everybody wants the same thing. And so if we focus on that, I'm positive that we could make some headway there. We could, and we should. And I don't know, you know it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And I, I, I think, I honestly, not, not to talk too much politics, but I, but I think that this, this mess in the House of Representatives right now, hopefully there's going to be a sea change. Okay, and that people will start to realize this is a mess. We have to get along. Okay, it's enough of this crap. Okay, and it's the same thing. Everybody, you said it. Everybody you talk to, everybody likes schools in particular, and they love their school district. Okay, right. And for some That's reason, right. then they get a bad feeling about it. We got to stop that and all that. We got to make sure. Hey, that that reminds me. Okay, Ron, what's the word on people be educators becoming principals? Okay, is there a good principal pipeline out there right now? What's the word on that? It's you, you know the folks that are stepping forward are are are, are you know it, it's always been the brave and the courageous to step forward. You know it, it's yeah. always been that. But the yeah. folks that are stepping forward today are super brave and super courageous. And yeah. the, the pipeline is is not as as big as we'd like it to be because you know not all of us not all of us. Uh, you know, not all of us go into school leadership and, and like it and stay in it, you know, so you got to you got to figure that there will be some attrition in it. So we don't want to just have like if if you know, if we need 100 jobs, which we need more than but if we need 100 jobs, <laughs> and we only have 100 candidates, you know, that the, the likelihood of all those hundreds staying in those jobs, probably not right. So you probably want yeah. maybe like 110 just to uh, account for attrition. That's right. We're, the, 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 the quality of folks is there. But we need we need uh, more numbers, and I think you know all of this stuff—the pandemic, the, the the sort of hostility and negative that animosity that's come up, the challenges—those have been um, real challenges to the pipeline. But 
what I'm hearing and seeing from our members in the field and our state associations across the country is that, you know, and we're in partnership. We we just launched a, a, another aspiring leaders workshop in partnership Good. with uh, the National Association of Elementary School Principals and the uh, American Association of uh, Superintendents. So mm-hmm. we we you know we're all in it together. The, the elementary principals, the superintendents, right. and us are like, look, we have to do this on our own. We've got to start raising this generation of aspiring leaders. And we're pleased that like there, even though the world is challenging, there are people, good people who our principals are, are cultivating and raising and uh, elevating and giving them opportunities so that, you know, none of us as teachers were like, I want to grow up and be a principal. We were all like, no way, we'd never do that job. <laughs> you know, nobody you, said were, that. you said the same thing too, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah nobody then, said I want to grow then, up and be a principal. Was, nobody said that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but, but then someone on our campus <laughs> saw talent in us and said, hey, why don't you try this out? And so, yeah. you know, the whole we, – we have – like if we've got hope that this is going to change the trajectory and we're starting to see signs of our state associations are picking up more interested prospective candidates. Good. We're hearing from higher ed that it's starting this, there's a little trickle of it coming back in and we're seeing our own members, uh, how we just convened the, the, the state prince, as you talked about earlier, the name of principal Farley, the principal of the year. Yep. And all Andrew. of those principals were talking about how they've identified teacher leaders on their campus and are trying to cultivate them because they know that they have it in them to be the next generation of school leaders. And so, you know, when you got the best of the best elevating uh, folks uh, that they think are going to be amazing, then, you know, this is, there's hope, you know, there's always hope that people are going to rise up and step to the plate and, and, you know, selflessly lead like we need right now in this country. Yeah. and, And I'll just say this, anybody who, you know, I talk to a lot of teachers on this show and everybody who thinks about being a principal, go over to NASSP.org or NAESP.org, okay, elementary school. There you go. And they're not, they're not competitors. They're friends. They're friends, okay, NAESP. Absolutely right. That's my bro- <laughs> Earl, Earl Frank, Dr. Earl Frank, yeah, Earl, my the, brother from the world, another mother. That's right. <laughs> the, 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 the world's greatest trumpet player, Earl Franks. There you <laughs> go. Okay. That's right. There we talked about that last time, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great. Okay, from NAESP. But seriously, you can learn a lot and you can go and they want to hear from you, okay? It's that important. Ron, we got to go, okay? You just take care of yourself and your good friends in Maui and all that sort of thing and have a good flight coming back for all your meetings, etc. Okay? We'll talk again soon. Larry, I, I really appreciate you and to all your to all your listeners out there, oh. man, thank you very much for all you do for children and families every day and thank you for either being in education or supporting education. Like, it's going to take all of us to make sure that every single child in this country has a world-class education and I couldn't think of better partners than, than Larry and all of y'all who no. listen here because the fact that you're listening into a podcast about education means you care a lot and yeah, really appreciate right. everybody's efforts. It's going to take all of us, and I'm confident that we can do this together. Thank you. We can. Thanks, Ron. Well said, my friend. Okay? Take care of yourself. Enjoy right, that Larry. beautiful place you are. Okay? Take care. I will Bye-bye. do, brother. Thank you. you do Aloha. it. Enjoy it. Bye. Wow. I like having Ron on the show. That's Ron Nozoy. Ron is the, uh, that's N-O-Z-O-E, by the way. Ron is the uh, CEO of the National Association of Secondary School Principals. Okay? And they need more good ones. So check it out. All right, good stuff. We're going to archive over at 
uh, <laughs> I've almost forgot, ace-ed.org. I don't know where that came from. Uh, please go over, check it all out. It's really fun. My name is Larry Jacobs. This is 3K12 Education Talk Radio. It's ace-ed.org. Thanks for listening. Ha, <laughs> ha,